Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Hatters Chatters podcast. Just to let you know, we are now on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Anchor so that you can get your weekly county refresh or whatever service you use. Thank you for your wonderful support as always. And now, on to episode 3 of the Hatters Chatters podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Hatters Chatters podcast in association with Hatters Matters and we are joined today by Ben McCoy and County's media king, uh, as we described him on on Twitter, Jack Riley. So welcome Jack. Um, yep. Um, just, just, just for those that don't know what you did behind the scenes at County, what was your specific role at County? Mainly social on a match day. That was mainly, it was mainly um, two guys. What, so Twitter on a match day? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So, me and Liam both went to UCFB. Liam's still there. It's in his third year. Um, we get an email one day saying Stockport County are looking for media assistance, which is like Christmas, right? So, we're straight on that. And mainly what we were doing was social on the match day. We did stuff in the week, um, articles then. Most of the articles, really. Um, then it became all the articles and social on the match day, Saturdays and Tuesdays. Um, other stuff we did interviews now and again. Liam's doing more now. And yeah, just like bits and bobs throughout the media. But it became, we beca- started off as like two kids coming in. And then we started making ourselves known and proper. Did a lot of stuff by the end. Is uh, is Liam also a county fan? Liam is also a county fan. He does like Chelsea. I do know that. Um, uh, yeah, it's very controversial. Um, but yeah, I think they the guy who did the interview in Jack Cairns, who's left county now as well. Um, he picked us two because we were county fans and doing media courses. Fair enough, yeah. Cal- Cali came in useful one day then. You what? Cali came in useful then. Yeah, um, well, I'd done six months before the start of the eighteen nineteen season, I was approached by Halifax to join their media team. Um, and I did six months there. Well, the thing with Halifax is it is like student central. If you ever look at Halifax's tweets, they'll always have like brackets MB or OH or something. And it's the initials of the student who's doing that tweet. Because sometimes you'd go to, I'd go to Halifax and I could be doing Twitter or pitch side photography, anything like that. Um, And it just got a bit tedious, really. And I was going to fewer and fewer games at the end of the six months. And then I get this email through, Stockport County are looking for match day assistance. Bam, on that. Yeah. And it's a lot more sta- it was a lot more stable at County. So it was just perfect. Yeah, it was. What, so you ditched Halifax for County? Pretty much, yeah. Um, I don't think so about <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was a, there was a dead nice woman called Kelly who ran um, 
the media at Halifax, she was a volunteer. But, and it was just like students doing everything. So it wasn't really, you had no one there to really teach you how to do the tweets or how to do this, how to do that. Yeah. When you get to county, you've got John Kieran, who's like, you know, the don of everything. And it's all got, <laughs> he is, he is. He knows everything there is to know. And then you've got Sam Burnchristridge, where me and Liam were sort of helping each other in them early days as well. Yeah. So it was more, it was a better fit for everyone, really. It just became the perfect outcome, and we showed it, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so why did you leave County, then? Well, I left County, there was a lot of... Um, I got an email through um, when the takeover happened. Guy came in called David Ansell, who is the nicest bloke in the world, to be fair to him. Um, but I got an email through from him on September the seventh. I'm gonna say, um, saying look, because there's been a lot of like with COVID, you're only allowed about two or three media in at a time, and me and Liam were obviously doing social. And there'd been a few games in the past where Liam had not been there or I'd not been there. And we'd coped all right doing social on our own. You had Gareth doing the match report, Sam there for the Stockport Express, Chris John doing me doing commentary. Yeah. So we had a big media team as it was. But when they're only letting two or three in at a time, I was sort of like, because Liam's still a student. So they said, we'll keep Liam on for this year but yeah after about, after about 20 months it was just like covid and the takeover everything was changing it's it wasn't as bad as it sounds being let go being let go by a county as a volunteer but it was proper like amicable and everything it was understandable the direction the club's going yeah um and they gave me a free season pass, you know, for the streams of the home games. Oh, that's nice. So it was dead nice. Was, honestly, there were dead nice people. Who's t- they are proper nice people who've taken over County. I mean, you know that already with the charity thing that's going on. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, I was just saying as well, when was the first game that you started? That you obviously first you game made? I started, me and Liam were brought in for a welcome meeting at the Truro game, where Matty Warburton scored four. Yeah, yeah. 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 That yeah, was yeah. 12th of January. Yeah. And then we had a week where we'd be in and out yeah. of the ticket office. And then the first game was York at home. Matty Warburton scores that trick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we spent that week sort of coming up with ideas and stuff. I came up, right, with Instagram stories, right? I came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> and we did the first oh. York game. And I did Instagram stories, Liam did Instagram. And that's how we did it. One to do Instagram stories and one to do Instagram. Next thing you know, one of us is doing all of Instagram, one's doing Facebook. Next thing, one of us is doing Instagram and Facebook, one's doing Twitter. Next thing, one's sometimes doing a match report. Next thing is going up and up. Yeah. So we we walk pretty fast with that. Yeah, no, that's interesting. That's fair enough. Where do you want to go in the future with your media then? 
future for me next thing is i mean it's the toughest market i think out there at the minute because of covid and football was the one where a load of media people were sort of let go of because i spent after i left county i was emailing clubs up and down the country saying look is there any job opportunities going i even wrote some in scotland um yeah um there was one going a job at northampton doing what i was doing so social digital content articles all that Maybe stuff <laughs> yes getting back with matt here that was my first thought <laughs> um but i got an email back saying i've not been they're not proceeding with my application there was seven thousand applicants for that Jeez. when you think of the when oh, you think yeah. of, when you think of the graduates the amount of graduates in like multimedia sports journalism sports journalism business and media all them going for these jobs media assistant at northampton doesn't sound the most exciting job in the world but it is right up there because i thought that'd be a dead good job for me like i proved myself at national league level nexus football league level mm. And it was just like, no, we've had 7,000 applicants. No matter how good I was at National League level, they're looking for football league experience, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, your quizzing county. Quizzes, yeah. You forgot to mention all, um, the famous quizzes. Um, what was the inspiration behind them? Because obviously we were in the close season. Thursday, I think, inspiration for them, Thursday night was quiz night at the Armoury. So I started doing quiz nights. Oh. Seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the armory give you the inspiration. Thursday seven o'clock was quiz nights. So it'd be what was the first one I did? Now I can't remember. But it'd be like the '97 Cup from the 2007 season, and then I'd start doing ones on the players: Ben, Sam, Ash, going from defence down to attacker. Everything there was loads of stuff to do. Um, was it a lot of knowledge you had to like obviously refresh yourself on? Most of the questions we have this big we have this like big Excel sheet that only a few people have got access to. And it's every single county result from eighteen ninety when they changed the name from here Norris to Stockport County. Every Jeez. single result, every single well, I think from 1950, every single goal scorer, every single manager, attendance, it like had, it had every fact you could want to know. That's so me. most of the stuff I got from that Excel sheet, but I didn't want to do like too many number questions, if that makes sense, like how many appearance, because they're all just numbers in an Excel sheet. Because you've got a lot of numerical data there, haven't you? Yeah, so it was all like um, stuff like that. It was all like numerical, yeah, numerical data. So I didn't want to make them all questions like that. Some of it was my own knowledge. I had to think like, and then there's like standard questions like which ground did this happen at, which, against which club, who scored the goal, all that stuff. Yeah. So the quizzes sort of wrote themselves. In fact, with uh, dimension quizzes because we have made one. Oh, oh, yeah. That FA Cup quiz that was out two weeks ago or something before we played. Who did we play? Oh, Chesterfield. I might have been Chesterfield. Yeah, the FA Cup quiz that came out before that. 
is the 10, quest, 10 FA Cup questions. I had left County a month before that quiz came out. They're all my questions from a year ago. <laughs> it's kind of copy the same quiz. Same questions, same word. Might have differed the wording, but it, they are my 10 questions then. I've still got an influence on the quizzes. Yeah. I've just got a <laughs> As well, obviously, with like certain quizzes you've done, you had a, a couple of leaks. So, how did you feel when the, obviously you saw the photo of Jamie Stott when he was in right, training? That was that was my fault. I'm not going to lie, that was my fault because it was it was a quiz on the new signings. And Mike Petch takes the pictures, puts them on this OneDrive, and we've got access to it. So yeah. I have a look at these pictures of a training session. And I'd look for a picture of a new signing. Now, there's quite a few. There's one of James Connor, because we made them five signings in the week. Yeah, yeah. The Kitchen, uh, kitchen, Reed, and the Jennings. Yeah. So I was looking for pictures of them. And the best one that I found was one of Alex Reed. So I was a yeah. good of Alex Reed there. I hadn't seen Jamie Stott for months. I forgot what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen him in nearly a year. So I, t- I just grabbed this picture, put it on, <laughs> schedule it. Right, that's going out at 7 o'clock. I'm happy having my tea or something. And then my phone's going off. Liam's texting me. Dad's texting me. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what's going on here? And literally, that's two minutes past seven that I get all these texts coming through saying, <laughs> put a picture of Jamie Stott on there. So I quickly go on. <laughs> Liam's already on it. He changes the picture. In fact, no, I don't think he did change the picture. I think we messaged John Kieran, who said, no, nah, just leave the picture. Because when it comes to leaks like that, it was a leak that showed the club was going in the right direction. So we didn't mind that. It was a club that yeah. showed, yeah, Jamie Stutz. If it was the one of Asumani, if that <laughs> was a picture of Asumani in the background, then we'd oh, be But there was one of Jamie Stutz, so... Thought, that's a good leak that that's a good leak so I kind of got away with that one <laughs> yeah how, how early did you signings then um, so as you mentioned Jennings and Co how early did you know they were signing I'm not going to lie sometimes it was 20 minutes before and it was we need this out in 20 minutes it's like what go <laughs> like go um, <laughs> But there'd be a whole article already written. We just have to, me and Liam would just have to copy and paste it. Sometimes, because obviously I was in my third year, I was doing like dissertation and stuff and had a full-time job as well. Um, sometimes it'd just be Liam that'd be sent stuff, but he'd say sometimes it's just 10, 15 minutes before the sign is meant to be announced. Like this one's meant to be at seven o'clock and we get an email through at 10 to seven. I could be at work or something. He's got a rush, get that out. But I remember one when we got Danny Lloyd in on loan end of last season, mid last season. We put a tweet out saying who's ready for another signing at quarter to five. Because it was meant to think it meant to come out at five. And then at four fifty-seven. Salford email was saying, we've not actually done all the paperwork, we'll announce it at six. So we've put this tweet out saying, who's ready for a new signing then? And then it's an hour and a quarter until we're allowed to announce the 
in thing. Because a lot class of was stolen from that last class. A lot of fans got <laughs> the case. If you were in charge of the blocked Go on. <laughs> Say that again. No, I was going. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you heard that. I'm lagging a bit, but um, I don't know if you were in charge of Twitter. But there was you, you blocked um, you blocked a county fan who, who pretended to be county, and he Gilbert. got John Kieran's retweet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Gilbert. Gilbert Gate. <laughs> I remember this. Um, it wasn't me that actually blocked him. Now I'm going to have to think there. Because I've not thought about this for quite some time. I remember, <laughs> I remember Jimmy Ball retweeted it, and John Kieran retweeted it. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, the decision was made by people higher up than us. I'm guessing that that's not on. So we blocked. Him. I don't know what's happened since I left. <laughs> I, don't if he's, I don't know if he's back or what's happening. <laughs> uh, but. I wasn't in charge. I just, I was just at home, laughing. That's all I. Was. <laughs> Obviously, Jack. That's with, incredible. Jack, with the um, the whole situation that you just talked about, were they messing you, messing us about really with Hogan and Maynard, or were they pretty straightforward with that? I think we're pretty straightforward with Hogan and Maynard. Hogan. Um, I think everything ran smooth. Everything ran smoothly with them too. Maynard. Yeah. Yeah, they them two. Yeah, back end of last season they came. Everything ran fine with them two. Hogan, I interviewed Hogan. I think it was the last interview I did for County. The strongest man you've ever seen in your life. Tattoos proper. Yeah, a bit of a into, yeah. Proper unit. Nicest bloke you could ever meet. He was the sweetest, nicest bloke. And as an interviewer, you probably know it too from the podcast, but. As an interviewer, I'd ask a simple question like, we're playing Stolfin in a pre-season friendly, what's it going to be like coming up against your old club? Yeah. Three minutes to be on. Three minutes on that question, I could just relax. <laughs> yeah, it just made you feel... Honestly, he... the nicest bloke made you feel so welcome and everything. He was, he was a proper good choice for captain him. Yeah. Just ready to blur out information to just make your life easier. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Now, personally, I think I'm finding this quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, on your on your quizzes, uh, Jack, we've actually composed your quiz to see, oh, uh, <laughs> to, to see what your county knowledge is like. The quizzer being quizzed. The quiz, um, so, the quiz question one. Uh, yeah. Question. <laughs> question one. Um, Elliot Osborne finished top goal scorer last season for the count, but who was second? A. Niall, B. Ash Palmer, or C. Adam Thomas? Ash. This is this is league as well. So did, this, this, yeah, sorry, this is league. We need to emphasize this is league. Right, well, I remember doing a quiz where Elliot was top and Niall and Ash were level on six. But I think because of that end of the season, I'm going to go with Ash. I have to say, you were right. They're both level on six, but in the league, in the league, in the league, 
Oh, Niall has got more. And so the answer is actually Niall. Is it Niall? <laughs> it's Niall. Niall got six in the league. Ash got five because he got that one five in the FA Trophy. He did uh, get five in the trophy. That is a that's a poor stone. Niall didn't score in the trophy or the FA Cup for that matter. I mean, All we right, was, we <laughs> Yeah. Um, question two. On, Connor De Mayo played eighteen games. Oh, go on. Oh, you want to get it? Oh, uh, Connor De Mayo played eighteen games for us last season. But how many appearances came on the bench? Was it eight, ten, or twelve? Good question. I didn't do this in one of the quizzes. <laughs> um, Connor DeMeo. He came off the bench a lot. I'm not going to know. I don't know. He came off the bench against Tokyo. Let's go with. Go down the middle. Let's go 10. That's the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to put it straight down the middle. <laughs> go straight down the middle. And he scores. Right, next next question. County scored numerous times late on in the league last season, but how many goals came after the 80th minute? 10, 8, or 13? <laughs> well, we had that run, didn't we, where it was like Ebbsfleet, Dagenham, and Barnet. Oh, well. He's done well there. <laughs> it was like three and three, three and two. Because I remember I did the Ebbsfleet game on my own. Liam was ill. And it was like, I've got full time sorted and everything. I'm ready to say full time 1 0 Ebbsfleet. Next thing, bang, I've got to change everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thirteen. No, no, ten. 13. No, no, eight, no, ten. Ten did me good last time. Um, VAR can confirm 10 is the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, next question. Question four. County had how many home appearances in the league above 5,000 last season? Was it three, four, or five? I'm going to say Chesterfield was one of them. It was. Sutton, because Mark Stott took over. So. Barnet? Because everyone knew there would be no football? That's correct. Right. So it's at least three. <laughs> it's at least the bottom answer. <laughs> good, good. Yes, I can confirm that. Maidenhead was on telly first home game of the season, so I reckon a few would. I don't reckon we hit five that day. And I don't reckon we did for Barrow either. I'm going to go with three. I'm going to go with them three. It's the wrong answer, oh. and you're missing Halifax on, Halifax. I think it was Boxing Day. Halifax, of course, Boxing Day. Oh, ah. my old club. As <laughs> 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 well. Come on, there's got to be a fifth question. Come on. There is a fifth question, and it's the final question. The final one. Who did Adam Hamill debut against? Torquay. Was it A, 
Talky, B Sun, or C Woking? Talky. Quick answer. Correct answer. Three out of five. Because we were like, we were, John King was so excited. Adam Hamill's going to come in. It's like the biggest. Same, I think like, we all were. It's the biggest name signing we've had since Peter Thompson or something. But. Oh, it didn't go well with Peter Thompson right. neither, did it? <laughs> Adam Hamill came in and we were like, right, we're going to interview him after the game. It's going to be great. <laughs> we went yeah. We interviewing Jim. Because what they have like two shots in the whole game and won four 0 at half time. <laughs> we scored yeah. two on goals, didn't we? I think we yeah, did. they had two shots in the whole game, I think, and won four <laughs> 0 Yeah. Classic county. It's prime <laughs> county. What a day that was. I just remember looking at his um that like, goals and things he'd done and he was at Wembley scoring forty yards as yeah. I was neck, why is he stepping down to obviously Alter at Wembley? Yeah, and then obviously he just completely flopped. But yeah, Jack, do you know? Do you know why he flopped? Was it? Not really. I don't know. I sat next to him on the bus back from an away game. He was. He was always, always smiling. Like he was the happiest bloke. No matter how he was playing, he was always getting like the team up and everything. After a defeat or whatever, and it might have been Hartlepool. No, it wouldn't have been Hartlepool. It was in the way game. I came back with him, but it was after a defeat, and he was really good at like getting everyone cheered up. He was just—he had the thickest Scouse accent of any human ever. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was dead nice and always smiling and getting everyone cheered up. Like, he was up and down the bus. Who wants a beer? Who wants a beer? Bam, bam, bam. Fair enough. So, by any chance, were you on the as well as planned? But it didn't. But he was honestly still dead nice last. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough with him. Um, another player that may have, well, Trying down Do we know? Do you know what happened with Scott Duxbury at all? Because obviously, it seemed like, as as you were in charge of the medium, uh, you would have you released yeah. a statement saying yeah. about how his contract. Yeah. So, do you, was there was there a different story to that? There's. I need to think about this. <laughs> but. I can say less than amicable. I can say that. What I do remember is when he came back, um, filed at home, Ben Jackson scored, we won 2-1. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He came in, Dave Con. I didn't see him, but Dave Conlon saw him, said he was like, it was like he'd just experienced Desley Park for the first time. He was like in all thinking, what is going on? Um, sort of, and Dave thought he would have been booked or sent off in that game because his head just wasn't in the right place. He was, he was playing the occasion, not the game. Proper footballing quote there. But <laughs> he nearly scored twice. To be fair, he did nearly scored twice. I remember one way we had like five yards of space or something. 
and he was in the area. And then Inchliffe made the yeah, save, yeah. didn't he? And I cannot remember a moment where my heart was in my mouth more. Apart from Telford at home when we won the league, when Ben made that last minute save. Oh, 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 that was the moment. What a save. I remember that moment. I will remember that moment till the day I die that, that save. What a save. I was just going to say, Jack, as well, obviously, like, well, because you're at the media and you obviously get there a lot before the fans do. What was your reaction on um, on the 29th of December when we went and uh, turned him over? But obviously with the match pro when he had the... the, the his, his we to file uh, <laughs> Right. And filed, to be fair, to the visiting media are a really nice club. They're a really nice club to visiting media. As in, what I mean by that is you get a packet. You don't get a packet at other clubs. At other clubs, you get a packet with a little lanyard, your name on the badge and a little... Um, a letter saying, welcome, here's the press area, here's the areas you have access to, here's the Wi-Fi password, all that kind of stuff. Except the Wi-Fi password. The Wi-Fi filed was awful. Um, <laughs> it's just in the middle of the farm area, isn't it? So I guess it is. Signals but, are the best. Yeah. We had, so we, we, but we drive with Richard and the kit man. We drive with the kit man, Richard Landon. And we're bringing all the kit stuff into the changing room so we can start setting up training. So when that's all in, we open up our packs and there's a match program in there. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam Byrne is on it like a whip, right? He's on it. Like, <laughs> it is all over Twitter before you know it, right? <laughs> because there was the picture of him on the front. There was the, you open it up, there was the A4 picture of him yeah. posing. And then there was a Q&A with him. Oh, okay. Oh. He didn't. He wasn't even on the bench. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, but remember, Tom Walker signing for them a few weeks later. Obviously, when he had been there, a few words had been had. Yeah. Um, but when he got there, obviously, Sam tweeted out. <laughs> now we know what the picture on next year's. <laughs> and filed retweeted that quote tweeted it saying like i'm this weekend's um match program with a picture of tom walker but sam deleted the tweet so that when you looked at their tweet it just looked odd yeah well, <laughs> reveal, reveal we won on that as well <laughs> But I do remember opening the match programme and we all just stood in the away dressing room and all just laughed. laughed. <laughs> I was just going to say, it didn't go inside to play either with them getting on points per game as well and getting relegated, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there was the whole... Well, didn't a fan message him? Oh, no. A fan tweeted about him, didn't it? Did I read that right? Oh, no. He sent a message, didn't he, say, you know, about he wanted I to come... No, no, he tweeted. I'm sure he read Oh, something. no, yeah. I've got, I've got the tweet. I've got how do you, how do you get relegated twice in twice in one year? Scott, at Scott Duxbury. And then Scott Duxbury messaged him saying, bet you were cheering me on last year or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think he's probably one of the only players to get relegated twice in one year. I'd love to see the stats of... Yeah, the I mean... I've got time on my hands, but I won't. 
pitch that because I can't be bothered. But... <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Jack, let's move on. What do you reckon is the greatest County 11 you've seen live? Seen live? Yeah. Seen 11 championships. No, um, we'll go with seen live. Well, it's got to be Ben. Got to be Sam. Yeah, definitely. I did like Dan. Dan Cowan was a very good right back in the National League North and would have been the first choice for, I reckon, 20 out of 22 clubs. I reckon so. Um, Fair comment. Probably agree. Ash. Centre-backs. Thing is, when I was younger, I really loved Stephen O'Halloran. <laughs> um, but it's got. I really love Mark Leeds. Mark mm. Leeds, what a player he was. What a I completely team. agree. Goals as well. Didn't matter. He's a bit like Palmer in that sense. Do you know what, Ben? I love how you just compared him to Palmer. That makes my day. Stooge held Palmer. Mark Lee's not Palmer. He's not Palmer. Yeah. Ash is a veto. He's straight in. Who would you go for? Yeah. Got to be Jamie. When you get all part and parcel, the partnership between them two, just... Yeah. Yeah. Don't need to describe it. Left-back's a bit difficult, I'd say. I think Sean Hill would be a good shout in terms of his the ability from the day he used to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then... I mean, Garrett was a good player. Yeah. Do you know what happened with Garrett? Because I seem to recall him he would have been with signing go on Garrett went on loan to Wrexham but I think he was um, a signing it might have had something to do with the takeover whether it was like before the takeover or just after it was around that time wasn't it yeah so yeah he probably had something to do with that what I mean Scott was a good left back no denying that yeah yeah, completely yeah, agree. Scott. We'll go with Scott. Sam Ash, Jamie Scott. You're not going to fail with them as about four, are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. Thing is, we always used to play four, two, three, one. So yeah. the two. I mean, Maynard really proved himself last since he's joined. Oh yeah, definitely. He sweeps up, Dunny. He's just definitely yeah. See, he's just Mr. Reliable. For me, I've, I've always seen him as a more mobile Courtney. I think if Courtney had realised any potential, he could have ended up like a, a bit more like uh, Lois Maynard. I see where you're coming with that. Um, tanky, tanky midfielder, you know what I mean? Mm. Well, I've always liked, I've always think County have played better when you had one who's soft but a really good passer, like a bully or a walker. And then you've had a real tough Arnold, like a Maynard or a Keane, next to them. Because they always used to swap. Yeah. They used to swap between them. And 
used to do every job a midfield had to do in them too. So I'd probably go Sam Walker and Jordan Keane. Yeah. Where would you yeah. put Monty in the equation? Because I thought, obviously, when he was at us, he yeah. was... Oh, forgot about him. Every week. I forget about him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one. Because obviously, you've got the Champions League. I remember before. when Lloyd left. I remember when Lloyd left, I thought... I sort of knew Lloyd was leaving. When yeah. Montre left, that hurt. That hurt deep. Yeah. Mild as well. Mild as well. The feeder club to them, like Southampton. Yeah. That's what it was like, the non-league version, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, You've got left and right mids now. Right, so I've done the two, I'm on the three. Middle, Warby. That's done. Bam, bam, done. Yeah, straight answer. I mean, Thomas, how long has Thomas been with us now? Four years? Five years? He Six. came with Lloyd. Yeah, first um, summer. 16, 17. 16, yeah, 17. First, he, he then got gym. injured, didn't he? Yeah, first summer with Jim, wasn't it? Mm. On the right. Because I'm thinking of before Jim, like you said, Montrose and all them. Micah Evans fits the bill and Mo Cham, in my opinion. Remember Adriano Moke? Moke? He's now a CDM now. Is that what he plays as now? Yeah, well, if you remember um, York away in the FA Cup, he played CDM for them. I did on my own, because Liam was in the away end, sloshed. (laughs) 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 He 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 says his mate was so drunk that he fell over and had to be dragged out. I think he got kicked out. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> he had a masterclass against it, and I think Sean Newton scored from about 30 Sean yards. Newton scored from 30 yards. A ridiculous yeah, fire and deflection, but yeah. I can tell you this, I can tell you this, right, while it's on my mind. Every ground I went to, the worst media by a mile was York. Horrorwood. Oh. No, the worst York. Not media like bit. Mind you, it was their old ground and they weren't going to redevelop it in any way. Yeah. But the, yeah, there was yeah, like yeah. a bench, right? Say it was that long, the bench. It'd be split there. That was the away teams, and this was the home teams. It was Next like, to each other. Yeah. it would No, but it was like, one was about, you know, 10 yards long and had plug sockets round. Ours was right, proper cramped. Laptop won't fit on it, and I would like this trying to hold. I was holding the laptop with one hand and typing with the other. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful, that, but left and right mids. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 16 17 Lloyd. Um, Fair enough. Fair I enough. mean, you're not gonna argue with that. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> Do you remember John Marsden when he before that summer? He was, yeah, he, yeah. He was big K had some naughty link up. They did have a bit of ooh. They had a proper connection, them two. One nods it down, one bangs it in, simple as. That's how it worked. That's how it was simple. So it simple, but it worked. The thing is that, that striker role, you've got so many options there. You've got Richard uh, Jason Brody. Oswell, Marsden, Richard Brody. Richard, <laughs> Richard, Richard Brody. Oh, Lord. I was in a way when Dean Henderson was playing for us. 
And then we scored to make it 2-0. Didn't celebrate by run or anything. All the players are celebrating. He walks from the centre circle where we scored from over to the liner and just starts going like this at him. And I'm like, it just shocked me, like, what was up with the man? Because he played for, like, 30 clubs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he was on the um, FA Cup, wasn't he? Harrogate versus Skelmersdale. Was he playing for Skelmersdale? Yeah. Whoever, whoever Harrogate recently had in the FA Cup. It's, um... mm. Yeah, he was on the bench. I don't think he's getting a lot of game time at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got now we've got all that wrapped up with the team. Obviously, we no, mentioned... we've not. no, we've not. I need to think of strikers. No, no, we're missing a striker. We're missing a striker. We're yeah. missing a striker and a right mid. I need to think of, you know, I think I'll just put Thomas in there because he was Mr. Reliable, wasn't he? Yeah. So, Realistically, who else is it going to be? Yeah, Thomas. Thomas was a great player and he could win corners like it was Christmas. He could... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that. He was so good at winning corners. corners like Christmas. He still is. Yeah. Because I've sat me... I sat behind um, in, with my grandparents in the main stand a couple of times, and I just see sometimes with Jim, just always going Adam, 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 Adam the whole time. Mm. It's just obviously he wants to get the best out of him, but obviously mm. I don't know what it is. I it's mean, just I've done real. I mean, Jim's stuck by Adam. The amount of injuries he had, yeah, and he was like, no, he's going to be a good player. He's going to be a good player. Trust me. And then first season he's back fully. Where's he gone? First season he's back fully. Win the league. Yeah, no, definitely. So, striker as well. Fully. Sorry, my camera's there. Fully. Did he, did he not play a lot of the 17-18 season? He played a lot of the 17-18 season, yeah. Well, then he rotated with uh, Ben McKenna then, surely. Well, uh, well he certainly did. Yeah, he would have done. Um, striker. I mean, the first one that comes to mind, I don't know why, is Oswell. Oswell, yeah. yeah. Mm. Don't know why. Didn't he score 30 goals? That just might be why. Yeah, that might be why. <laughs> I know about out and out strikers. I mean, Mulhern and Bell did great, like, sometimes together or one coming off for the yeah. other. But Oswell for yeah. that season. Yeah. And then he played against us for Wrexham and we all knew he was going to score and then didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that would have been typical county for him to have done that. He's mm. doing well at Talbot, I think. Is it? I think so, yeah. I think he's, he's, he's got a decent... He's, he's decent. He started well. He started well, I think, if I recall correctly. I mean, he's the character everyone loves would be... That's, that's, that is my man. I've got the... I remember one year at County Day, Christmas sale of all the players on books, and obviously I bought... He's, he's my icon. I love him. Mm. Um... Yeah, fantastic player. I wish we'd have seen more of him. Do you remember Richard Landon used to do the kit sales at the end of the year? The match-worn shirts? Oh, yes. They yeah. were my favourite on the planet. I don't. Oh, great. <laughs> what a day of the year that was. It was shirts for 20 quid, shorts for a fiver. Oh, I <laughs> I've got, I I did have Kyle Jacobs' shirt. <laughs> oh, prime Kyle Jacobs was something to the whole brig out the whole. Oh, Right, and I had Danny Hurst's goalkeeping top. Danny Hurst, oh, yeah. yeah. But oh, I sold man. them 
to Dan Powell, who collects them. Oh, right. <laughs> Literally, like a few weeks ago, I sold them to Dan. Which ones have I got now? I might be it, actually. No, I've got Christian Dennis's shorts from Gainsborough away when we won 5 1 and he scored that trick. Yeah. Used to go. I do remember that game. Did Churchman score? Churchman scored. Churchman no, made his debut and scored. He was tying his boots. He was tying his left boot. Ball came to him to his right. He somehow controlled it, looked up, belted it in from 30 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, this guy's going to be good. He could only, did he ever score a normal goal? Chris Churchman. It was all long range. It was all, it was long, long, range, range, wasn't it? It was all long range. Do you remember that Harrogate one last game of the season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I watched that game a few weeks ago. <laughs> he, did, he did that the carbon copy at Barrow Away, I seem to recall as well, where he just went, right, get out your foot and just whack it. Sure. And he's just. Yeah. He did that. He scored that goal. We were 1 0 down against Harrogate. And he scored that goal, long range at bang. And then a minute later, I think he scored it in like the 44th minute. And then a minute later, before half time, he had the ball with a player on him around the halfway line. Everyone was going, shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> and he did. And I think it went over into the reses. <laughs> Where were we? Um... Chris Churchman, I tell you what, in midfield, him and Jamie Milligan, I think they were unmatched. Jamie Milligan, too. he fell out with Lordy, didn't he? Apparently, I'm not sure about that. Um, Jamie Milligan, but I believe, I believe he fell out with Lordy on like December the 30th, something like that, and he got released. Who he went to a national south team, and I can't remember who it was. Again, with B. I remember he went, did it with Bamba Bridge. He went I was in Bamba Bridge. Yeah, that's it. Well, they won't be in National South because they're more north than us. They're in Lancaster. Are they? Oh, yeah, believe. they're proper up north. That, that, sh- that shows how shit my geography is. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Frank bleep that out. You, Charles Bark outside. Um, I can tell you what I have got literally by my feet as I speak under my desk. Remember when we played Harrogate? We always used to play Harrogate last game of the season. Yeah, we did. We went two seasons in a row, two or three seasons in a row doing that. Phil Jevons' last game. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. He could have been up there at the striker. What a player yeah. he was. Do you know yeah. what? They scored a screamer. I'll always remember it because the Cheedland applauded it and I was, I was bamboozled by it. But they scored an absolute belter. It was a beauty goal because I was sat behind. I used to sit that season behind Alan Lord. Right, which was not healthy as a young child. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd sit behind him <laughs> and I had the perfect angle for that goal. You know them where you got the dugout at Edgley Park? Yeah. And yeah. Then like six seats next to it, aren't you? To the yeah. yeah, to the right. And I sat in one of them and I had the perfect angle for that goal. And it was absolutely beautiful. And then Jevons scored and Duxbury scored like within a minute. And then Jevon scored in the last minute. But that night, the end of season awards, I went there and you know who Rick Inks is, the guy who does the maintenance at Edgeley Park. Oh, uh, maybe actually, maybe. No, I do actually. He looks after the uh, the pitch and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 If he's on Twitter, I know. I know what you mean. See him walking around on it. He is on Twitter. You'll see him walking around on a match day. But um, he was there drunk out of his mind and there was an auction for the ball in that game and it was 
He bought it for 120 quid. Oh, okay. It was signed by all the players. Yeah. All the 11 county players, including Chris Churchman. Um, <laughs> and he was at the bar with this ball under his arm. Um, and my dad went up to get himself a pint and made a drink. And he bought, he said to my dad, I don't know why I bought that because I'm going out after this. I think he was going to bamboo or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but he was going out. He was going out, out after. And he said, oh, my lad will um, buy it off you for, for 20 quid. <laughs> what? So it's gone from like 100, 100 plus to 20 quid. Trade of the century. Trade of the century. <laughs> I've got it here. There's no is that one's Phil Jevons. That's the only signature I can make out. All the rest cannot make head or tail of them. Probably the only one you'll really want, if I'm being completely honest. Jevons. But 13-14, what do you have? You have Milligan, Ormson, Churchman, Loftow. O'Halloran. O'Halloran. Rich, Jacobs. Um, Fagbola. Oh, Prime fag bowler. That was Moke on the right wing as well that year, I want to say. Oh, he played yeah. left wing. Spencer, Spencer played, obviously, but he played left wing. Turner as well. Spencer about, turned like, up the year after. At the end of the year. Spencer, so, turned, Spencer turned up the year after because that was when he scored yeah. that goal against Chester. Yeah, I remember that goal. What a goal. <laughs> what a goal. Oh, what a goal. Just what a goal. Jack, would you say that's the best county goal you've seen live? I can tell you one that I didn't see live, right? Because I was... I can, yeah. Surely at home, last season, I was tweeting about a substitute. It wasn't on my laptop, it was on my phone. I was like that on my phone. Oh, I know what's going to happen here. You know what's coming, don't you? Yeah, I do know what's coming. <laughs> Play just going on. I can't see them. Suddenly like that. Living next to me. What the was that? <laughs> Everyone's cheering. What happened? And it was Tom Walker's goal from that game. Ha! Belting goal was a belter. I missed the best goal I ever didn't see. <laughs> best goal I never saw. But um Best goal I'd seen live? That's a good question. That. I mean, Spencer's has got to be up there. Spencer's was an absolute score. Uh, one for pure class. I don't know if you probably were there. Uh, Chester away, the fourth goal. Such a slick team move. Talk about slick team move. That Chorley game, that first Nile Bell goal. Oh, yeah. 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 Except for one touched it in that move. Come from Ben? No, Ben touched it because I think Ben made the tackle. No, he didn't. Festus made the tackle and passed it back to Ben. So what? Uh, someone like Ash should have missed out or something like that. It might have been Sam or no, Sam did touch it. Who missed out on it? Uh, to be honest, Jack, I'm just in awe that you can recall something like this. <laughs> Counting was my life for twenty months, right? <laughs> And that got, that game was amazing because all four goals were phenomenal in that game. <laughs> and he ran past Andy Teague. I, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. For he's got Lancaster, you know. He's dropped down. Has he? 
Yeah, he's left. He's dropped down. Banging Jack, did, yeah. Jack, did you speak to their media team after their um, their controversial tweet about Bell's goal? Oh no! Oh, oh, that's Andy yeah. Tig. Oh, I. Where he slipped four times or something like that. You have to look very, very closely, as in you've got nothing better to do. <laughs> go through my, as in go through my quizzes from ages ago. There was a quiz on the best goals of that season. And oh, when you want to abbreviate the commas, you? Yeah. When you look <laughs> at the answer, whether it was 10 plays touched the ball or it was Nile Bell who scored, I can't remember what the question was. I don't know. <clears throat> the question was, how far did he run? And I think he put 45 yards. Yeah. And you click that, it goes right. And it says, I put in the explanation, Bell ran 45 yards while, come, while speech marks, trying to slip up three or four yeah. times. Yeah. We had that tweet pinned on us, but we had another one that was a Chorley media team, not on the account, but just them, when we lost 2-0. And I felt heartbroken. More than oh, I felt, oh, no, who didn't feel heartbroken? You know what I mean? We did, to be fair. But then a Chorley media team tweeted on their personal account, I think, the celebration in front of our fans and put just inject this into my veins. Chris Ridgway and Sam Burns screenshot that as soon as it came on because then they knew what was coming. As soon as we played Chorley, as soon as we played Curzon, <laughs> they were on it. <laughs> and they must have done about five tweets throughout that week. It could have backfired if we'd lost to Nuneaton. Oh, yeah, it could have, could have, could definitely have backfired. But I remember going to Nuneaton and Chris Ridge being like, nah, we'll beat these 3 0, 4 0. Not wrong. Yeah, the only person I knew that had no nerves. It was, I knew it was one of them where you kind of know we're going to lose 1 0 in the 95th minute. <laughs> He was like Mystic Meg then, wasn't he? Because I, I remember just obviously getting there before the game and I just like saw our heads on um, Bet365. I'm sure I saw you there, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Because we were in that main stand. Yeah. The toilets were on the other side of the county fans. So we had to go through all the county fans if we wanted to pee. So we had to go through them all. Obviously cheering with Jamie Stott and everyone while we're going down. <laughs> Cheer again as we're coming back. And then get back on and back to tweeting. <laughs> I have to say, that day I knew a few mates who broke in without a ticket. And oh, it was just completely that. fine. I can't say that. I'm not hearing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> We broke, we're... we broke the attendance anyway, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, they had to keep it official. They probably had to keep it quite official as opposed to what it actually was, if you know what I mean. Because they say it was something like three, three and a half thousand, but I think it was more than that. It was more than that. More than that. Definitely. <laughs> Dawkins as well. We broke Dawkins' attendance. Did we? Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't know that. I figured that out. Um, yeah, we beat... Can I ask you about another controversial tweet, which was the long journey to Hartlepool? I think that was you. You can. <laughs> you can ask that. Because they announced that on the tannoy. I heard that on the tannoy. I've the got a belting story. Do you want to hear Hartlepool Gate? Why not? Why not? <laughs> the Hartlepool Gate scandal. Right. 
We play Sutton. Yeah. And how it goes after the game is you get the full time tweet. Yeah, yeah. You get the match report. Yeah. You get next, we're playing these. You get Jim's quotes. That's all from us. See you at the next game. Yeah, yeah. I'm just tweeting away, right? I'm not even thinking of words. I just, think, I just think, you know what? Harley pulls a bit of a long trek. Took us three hours to get there. So I it is a long trek. I would call it a long journey. Define it as a long trek. You would. So I just tweeted, oh, we got the long journey up. Harley pulled. That tweet's gone. Bang. No one questions it. Everyone's read it in our team. No one questions it because it is a long trek. It yeah. is. Three hours. Right, Harley pulled like that on it. Harley pulled, find that tweet. Because Hartlepool have to go to Dover and Yeovil and talk. Oh, in. yeah, no, yeah, but no, in that context, you can't. They're long journeys, but ours is still a long journey. It's still you know long I mean? for us. It's still right. long. <laughs> so we get, so next thing you know, Hartlepool fans are all over us. And then everyone's texting me, um, like, oh, can't believe you did this. And I'm like, you didn't question it. You didn't question it one bit. You know it's a long trek. It's going to be a long trek. Don't you start ganging up on me. So <laughs> we make the trip. We leave at nine and get there for half 12, right? So it took us three and a half hours. We are in a little mini van, and we did make a, I think it was about a 50-minute stop at Greg's on the way, on the M62. Good choice but, Well, yeah, Mike Petra was ordering stuff and took a lifetime. Um, but we got there for half 12 everything went smoothly we got the pictures up Liam put a tweet out saying I think Liam it was his turn to do the match preview because we'd alternate the match preview again my idea Um, (laughs) I started the match previews he wrote the first one but it was my idea um we went match preview, and his headline was, we take the five-minute journey around the corner to Hartlepool. <laughs> so we were proper being sarky buggers with it. Um, and then we get there, the tweet we put out two hours before kickoffs, if we've arrived, because we actually walked it, it only took us two minutes. Uh, <laughs> again, being dead sarky with it. And then the game... You know, media-wise, goes according to plan. Obviously, we lost 2-0, but Annie Lloyd made his appearance, and we got plenty of content out. It's all going fine. Yeah, yeah. And then the bastards on the tannoy. Well, we hope Stockport fans survived the long journey down to Stockport. Um, All that. I'm mid... Instagram post or something. I made Facebook post about substitution or whatever. So I'm typing away. Liam sat next to me. And Gareth, who does the match reports, next to him. His arm comes across Liam, starts pointing at me, laughing. Sam and John. Chris wasn't doing the commentary. Sam, Byrne, and John were doing the commentary. And they can. I look over because Gareth pointed at me. I see them two laughing their heads off, right? So I think they've now got to explain on live radio why they're laughing, which is my fault. It's not my fault. It was a long journey, right? I stand by it to this day, right? It was a I long buy journey. It. It's a long journey. 
And I guarantee when we play Hartlepool away next this season, Liam's going to put some out. Hundred percent, he's going to put some out like that. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, we did. Obviously, the Tano guy and all Hartlepool fans are going. Wee, 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 wee. But then, full time comes. Simon, I get a text from my uncle saying, uh, John Cambridge just outed you on the radio. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> my uncle had listened to the radio and then Imagine, if yeah. John mentioned my name. But then it was like, I just got one saying, you stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then full time comes, Dan Powell walks over with his camera gear, looks at me with rage in his eyes. And like every time a county player did a run, their me their media or camera was nudging Dan going, it was a bit of a long run, that wasn't it? It was quite long, <laughs> that run. But Dan just looks at me like this. And I stick by it to this day. I'm firmly on my side, on my own side in this. So I've made mistakes. I've I put that picture of Jamie Sutt out. I've made mistakes, but but that was not one of my mistakes, right? I stick by that, and I'm sure everyone on that media team. They didn't question it. I know they're on my side secretly. I didn't question it. Oh my god. Right. Uh Jack, what would you say is your top three away days for for the game and for anything sort of extra? Because I've heard rumours that there was a llama involved at Harrogate <laughs> Way. That was the worst one. That was the worst one, the llama. Can, can I can I can we hear this story? You can hear this story. Um The Llama. Right. <laughs> Sounds like the hangover, this, doesn't it? <laughs> that was the worst away day because anything that could go wrong went wrong. We go to Harrogate. I get trapped in a toilet and the county fan has to break me out of it. Right? That was a bad What year start. is this? What year is this? No, it was like, it was one of them with a sliding bolt like that. And the bolt was jammed. I couldn't get it <laughs> And... I had to proper nudge it and I had to get some county fans to try and help me. <laughs> can, I, can I ask what season this was? This was this season. So we'd, one of my first games... Oh, my Lord. One of my first games was when we beat them 4 So This was the 2-1 one where they scored in the last minute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we go there. The team gets out at about three minutes past two because I'm belting it from the toilet. <laughs> um... Obviously, we're all depressed because we've just lost 2-1 in the last minute. And August was a great month for us, right? Because you had, yeah. like, Chesterfield, Wrexham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All them great games. Yeah. I think that was the only one we lost. But we lost it in the last minute. Um, and then we all pack up, get on the coach, um, get on the minivan. We go down to... We start driving down the M62 back home. I watch I think I generally think I was watching The Godfather I think I was watching The Godfather on the way back I was you know what I was it was the final scene with the baptism the best scene of the film and it was proper getting to the dead good bit of the film and we pull up I'm like we've got to be still on the motorway and we're on the hard shoulder and Rich is like I pull the headphones everyone out 
I'm like, wow, what's happened? And like, there was steam coming out of the van. I was like, what's going on? So Richard brings the AA, who are on the way. But we split up into three. Richard, John and Dan stayed with the van. Me, Sam, Liam and Chris Ridgway went to find a road where an Uber could pick us up from. Because they couldn't pick us up from the motorway. Yeah, yeah. So we had to find a road. We walked down the motorway <laughs> and find this path that takes us round and under the motorway, past these rail tracks that look like they haven't been used since the 1800s, <laughs> and into this farm where there's a shack. And in this shack is a llama. <laughs> it was it was either a llama or an alpaca. I'm not sure. It was the one that spits. <laughs> Um, clear it up. I think that's an alpaca, though. Is that an alpaca? I think so. We're arguing about it then. Oh, that's a llama. No, it's an alpaca, that. <laughs> well, this is not the time for arguing. So we walk past it. The llama's staring at us, watching by like that. Oh, no, watching us go by. And we think, it's going to charge at us. It's going to charge at us. What? You watch it. So we walk down, and it comes onto this massive farm. And at the far end of this farm are a load of sheep and goats they see us pelt it towards us we're trying to peg it down this path and they trap us in these sheep and goat i don't know why but they did we said oh we'll just have to go back the other way find another path or something we look around chris ridgeway says we can't turn back this llama's coming for us from the other side <laughs> so <laughs> we're trapped in there by these farm animals and we stood at this gate. We get past the sheep and the goats. And we stood at this massive gate. We try and climb over the gate, but Sam couldn't get over it. I don't know why, but he had to go down the farm over a little bit fence and come back through nettles and stuff because he couldn't I think it was in tight jeans or something, I don't know. But he couldn't get over the he couldn't get over the big fence. So we had to go down, go through a load of nettles <laughs> to get through over a little fence and come round. What a away day this is. This is a great away day, right? Everything went wrong. <laughs> and then this farmer turns up, thick as Yorkshire accent ever, <laughs> offers us a ladder to get us down. Right, come on, you get down. Everyone get down. And then we walk down. This is, and then we walk. We're in Brighouse, Carl Jacobs. Um, yeah, what a goal. <laughs> Just what a goal. And we walk down this massive road, and I order an Uber. 55 quid that Uber cost me. <laughs> the club paid for it in the end, it was fine. Um, but we get in this Uber, go all the way back to Stockport. We get back for about nine ish. For yeah. Oh my lord. And, but I think John. Dan and Richard got back about half eleven. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So they got back. The van was fixed. The minivan was fixed and everything. It was fine. But we started a rumour. <laughs> we took a picture of the llama, the alpaca, and we came up with the idea that we should pretend that Chris, who is a vegetarian, knocked it out to get <laughs> out of its way. Right? We thought we'd do it. We thought we'd tell people that and see who <laughs> fell for it. <laughs> one person fell for it and it was Dan Powell. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, did, 
Did Chris really punch a llama? Chris really? Did he knock out a llama? Did he? Because <laughs> he's vegetarian. Like, yeah, Chris, Chris punched it. That's how we got out. <laughs> and so that was Harrogate. And I got home and threw up. Um, oh, yeah. Because it was proper sunny. And I got sorry, heat stroke. Heat, um, and I hadn't eaten much or drank much that day. So threw up when I got in. So it was just a perfect away day, really. That. <laughs> so if that's your worst away day, what's your best one? Best one? Yeah. Wrexham was good. Wrexham was good. Was a long drive. Proper good win with the fans and everything. Yep. They did the best meat pie I've ever had on an away day. Oh, that's, that's a high compliment. That is a high compliment. The that's best one. Wasn't expecting anything special. Mm. But they really... Got me the best pie. Either that or the Balti pie at Solihull. That was good. <laughs> but Fair that enough. was a proper good away day. I'd relive that. Filed. Yeah, Filed fi- was a very, very good away day. What a goal, Tom. Was a very good away day. Very good away day. Because yeah. it was and then, like you say, the, the match programme. Yeah, just... And the then coming from 1-0 down. I think it was Crowsdale who scored. Crowsdale did score, yeah. Crowsdale. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I just remember as well the 90th minute when it was just like you're going down with the Charlie. <laughs> Works. It, it came true. I mean, they are top of the north, I think, but um, no, they can't. They, still, they, kept the, they kept the 2022. To be fair to them, they, they braved it. Hmm. It still okay. is possible. To be fair, it is possible. It's still <laughs> very, very unlikely. I thought of that when they got relegated, reluctantly accepted. Yeah. Um, all the comments were 2022, 2022. Yeah, they were. Course, <laughs> I was thinking, it's still possible. They it could have still... all them tweets on screen record for if they did. Yeah, that's pretty bad if, if that does come true. Because they've all got all the apps are like at someone SCFC. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no hiding yeah. from it. It's yeah. <laughs> you. I think you'd have to deactivate if that, if that happens. One memory I do have, do you remember few months ago I it was all me this Liam didn't have now to do with this it was all me the 25th anniversary of the Tudor end we did a thing oh cheers um, we did <laughs> we did um, we put our thing saying it's 25 years since Tudor end opened which I only found out like two days before the Tudor before the anniversary yeah but it was like, send us in your best pictures, memories of the Cheetland. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that, actually. No, I do. Yeah, and then we put in an article about it. Um, but all the comments were from Val fans with video of Alex Reed scoring. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was... Oh, dear. That was heartbreak as well, because that was a minute... I'd, I'm... I still refuse to believe that their goal was a, a really late goal, even though it really it was very late. We should have had we, two penalties in that game. Saying it now, <laughs> we should have had many penalties in many games. Jack, to be fair, we went last season without getting one. I think that just says everything. I can recollect as well with Palmer with the header as well. It wasn't even a foul, was it? And that would have I think would have put us two 0 up. I recall. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we yeah. did have someone disallowed. Palmer scored it? disallowed, didn't he? Forgot about that. Could have gone at Wembley. I remember something all. 
when we went ages without getting a penalty. Yeah. Um, Liam was like all over that stat. It's like so many days since we last got a penalty. And then the next week it was so many days since we last got a penalty. And then the day finally came against Dover <laughs> when we got a penalty. And he put, it's the last penalty at Edgley Park since Chester at home. Chester and then he put the wrong day. Put the wrong day. He'd been all over this fact for ages, right? And he, <laughs> just felt, he put 2018 instead of, oh no, put 2019 instead of 18. Um, it's the fact that he was all over that wow. stat. Because <laughs> yeah. no, to be fair, we did get a pen at Chester away. That was the last one, yeah. No, that was, he said it was the last one at Edgeley Park. Ah, uh, okay, no, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. We got oh. two, yeah, they were the last of Chester and Chester and Chester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jack, you've mentioned Liam a lot. Um, would you say he's your closest friend at County? Scum, subhuman scum. No. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I'll tell you yes. No, we won't say that. Um, <laughs> he does look like Sue Perkins, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we used to say we used to say he'd look like. Um, if David Baddiel had a child with Sue Perkins, it'd be Liam. <laughs> because Jim came up with he, he Jim called us Baddiel and Skinner. Now he's Skinner, and I thought it was just Jim that calls that. Jim, in his own world, said, "Oh, you two remind me Baddiel and Skinner, you." And to be fair, we did look a bit like him. But then, um. We did them. Do you remember the player took over the account and you'd ask him questions? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Liam would always send the players a question and he'd text me, Why are you not joining in on this? Why are you not joining in on this? So when Sam Walker did it, I tweeted, um, Who's hashtag ask Sam? Who's your favourite, me or, and I tag Liam in it. Yeah. I remember this tweet actually. He quoted the tweet saying, You two are a formidable duo, hashtag Bedeal and Skinner. And a load of players liked it. <laughs> Out of nowhere, we were Bedeal and Skinner. Every time we go for an interview, um, who's interviewing us today is it Bedeal or Skinner? Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't think I look anything like Frank Skinner. He just looks a lot like David Bedeal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, that. That's true. But closest friend of County. I mean, Jim's everyone's friend, isn't he? I mean... Is that your relationship with him? Well, relationship? he's got a... He's, he's a perfect manager, as in with the media, as in we all love him and can have a chat with him, but he's got a presence about him. You know, when you're you in that he, media room... You know he's the boss. When you're in that media room and you've got the steps leading to the dressing room, you know it's him when he's on them steps. You know it's him when he's coming down. And everyone just freezes. <laughs> can I can you can I ask what you uh, for you to repeat what you said earlier about woking away? Well, woking away, yeah. yeah. It was either woking or dagging them. Um, yeah. So I, what what happened is at half one, I'd always go down to the tunnel, whether it's home or away, and then wait for David or Jim to come out, give me the team. I'd send it to him. We'd get it out for two o'clock. Simple as that. That was it. Yep. <laughs> Half one, I go to the tunnel away at Woking. And 
it was either Woken or Dagnall. I can't remember. It was the one where the away fans were in the or next to the tunnel. Last Dagenham. Last Dagenham. Well, it was Dagenham. So I, I'm stood waiting for either Dave or Jim. Now, 99% of the time, it's Dave, who just comes out, tells his team, I go off. Jim comes out oh. and says, this is the team we're playing. And I think we'd played 4-2-3-1 for like the last however many games. Yeah. And I, qu- I didn't question it. All I said was, oh, we're playing with a back three today. And he looked at me like, have you not seen their front two? I don't know anything about Dagenham's front two. I don't know what their attack threat is. That's not my job. That's his job. And he does it very well. And <laughs> he then goes in, the, goes back in, grabs a team sheet with like formations and arrows and all that stuff like you see on the chalkboard, brings that over, <laughs> says, look at this, right? Look at this. <laughs> do that, they're going to go around. Very much like Wrexham. They play 3 5 2, da, 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 all that. And I'm like, I, I, I don't need to know this, Jim. I don't need to know this. And it's five to two. I need to get the team out. <laughs> Liam's like, I can see Liam looking over, like, why is he not coming over? Why is he still talking to Jim? <laughs> and basically, Jim goes, right, okay, settle that. He goes talking to Phil Brennan or something. I run and we managed to get it out for about 201. <laughs> but yeah, Jim is he's the man, isn't it? He's just it, the he is. He's missed the stop part. He's, he's missed the stop part. Stop. He's Irish. In it, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, yeah, if we can move to more present times, Jack, who is your signing of this summer for County? Oh, signing this summer. I mean, everyone's going to go with John Rooney, aren't they? But um, probably. probably, yeah. But I'm going to go with James Jennings. Really? I really, I really think James Jennings has shone beyond, especially, I know he's not played as much. I think he's had a few niggles or whatever. But when he's played, he has been absolutely everything I want in left back. Because I think they wanted, I think they wanted Connor more than James. I'm not sure about that. I have to check. But James came in and I met, I met James. He was, Dead nice and cordial. He's the nicest player you can ever meet. He's so, such a nice bloke. And he'll always chat with you. He's always got time for a word and all that. And then he'll say, right, I'm just off now. And then clatter someone from like 30 yards. And, just... <laughs> and I thought, easy way I want. Easy way I want in my team. <laughs> he can just change like that. And I really do like him as a left back. And as a bloke. <laughs> fair enough. Fair comment. I mean, John um, is obviously shot. I mean, the goal against... Yeah, Bob, of course. John Rooney, already. John Rooney, Wayne's brother. Um, who, <laughs> um, it's more like roles reversed. It should be Wayne. You know what? I was going to tweet that saying, Derby County's new manager, Wayne Rooney. John's brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually only interim Jack will have, you know. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah, I agree. Whatever for now. He's interim for now. They lost today. They did. I don't need a reminding of that. They did lose today. Yeah. Can we move on to Carrington, if possible? Did you? Ooh, I, believe, I believe you got a chance to visit it. Well, I visited it. 
couple of times. Um, What's it like? When I did interviews at Manor Farm, I mean, Manor Farm was a lovely, like a little, dead small, but it had, it had a pitch and a net, right? That's what, <laughs> what you need at the end of the day. That's what you need in a training ground. Um, so, yeah, I had a pitch and a net. That's what I saw, and that's what they trained on. And then I we go to Carrington, and it's still all. First time I went, because I just got a car, and I had to obviously I have to go on the motorway to get there. I parked up, and it was still all like scaffolding and building and everything. So I went in. But you walk through this tent, have a COVID test done, everything. Like just a temperature scan. And then I walked on through to the training bit. And it's two proper-sized pitchers and everything. In fact, it might be three. Yeah, it was three. Three massive pitchers. And then the building. Well, the next time I went there, there was like a tent up. There was the gym and had everything put in it. And it was that was looking beautiful you go in there's Jim's office and there's the changing rooms and so it's like it was done really really quick fair place to them and I mean because obviously I'd seen Man of Fun, this was state of the art this was this was the place that this that was the time because obviously Mark had started brought in Bennett and Maynard a few players and he knew yeah, we were going yeah. in that direction yeah, but we were going in the right direction under Lord. This was where I thought, right, this is the direction. This yeah. is when I saw that, I thought, right, now we're talking business here. And even the interviews at Accountant was better. The players seemed more at ease there because obviously they were full time. Yeah, I think when players like full time players like Maynard who had like training facilities at Salford, which yeah. were like, you know, a lot of money pumped into there and yeah, yeah. Stay, probably state-of-the-art stuff there. And he goes to Manor Farm, which is just, you know, your standard high school football pitch. Yeah. With a gym. Um, and then Carrington comes along. Then you're talking. The place seemed more at ease there. And James Jennings said it was a lot better than what he had at Wrexham and other players were saying it's a lot better than what they had at other places. So they seemed to really enjoy it there, which I think was the bottom line that what was needed. Yeah. I mean, it seems like an incredible facility. Um, I'm not going to complain about it. Um, we're coming to the end, but I've just got two more questions. Uh, well, one of a statement, but... I have heard rumour on the grapevine says you're at the Albert over the Bobby Peel. Is this true? This is 100% true. My my dad is a loyal royal, firmly in the Albert camp, um, and I just go by what my dad says. Plus, <laughs> you should, <laughs> the Albert's a proper county. Foden goes in the Bobby. This is what you tell City fans. City fans. Foden goes in the Bobby, Harwood Bellis goes in the Albert. That's all you need to know. Oh, okay. That is a very, very valid argument. Foden, who is from Stockport, supports someone from Manchester. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They are some irrelevant team. And 
somewhat mm. highly adamant. I think they gave us permission to use the viaduct in a few videos. Um, yeah, that. that's true, because we all know uh, it's not what viaduct is in Manchester. Um, it is in Manchester. Um, McVitie's, that's where Stockport meets Manchester, right? Stockport, McVitie's is in Stockport. Once you pass that, you're in Manchester. That's the rule. I probably agree with that, you know. Um, then, what are we talking about? Foden, yeah. Albert Bellis, who's from Stockport, nephew of Steve Bellis, goes in the away end at Halifax. Yep. About about two to play for City. Yep. He goes in the Albert. That's what you need to know. That is a very compelling argument, to be fair. I can't argue with that. What I heard from a dad, I don't know if I, say, I, don't know if I should say this, but this is just a rumour. might not be true. Well, my dad, who is always on Castle Street going up and down, um, says that when County win, every pub on Castle Street from the Royal Oak all the way up will give Jim Gannon a free pint. When County lose, only the Armoury will. And my dad's always been in the Armoury when County lose, and Jim's always in there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. That's just a rumour from my dad. Does Jim true. likes the jolly sailor. Jim pubs Jim the jolly. He, that's his pub. That is his yeah, pub. I used to go in there after Aquinas. Aquinas yeah. finishes. You used, used to have history, with, and then father was from history. Go in that little park next to. Yeah, I know what you mean. The hole in the wall. <laughs> Do you remember the hole in the wall? I think I know what you mean. Does good chips and gravy. And we go in the park, go through that park, go to the jolly, play a game of pool, job done. That was a great time at Aquinas I had there. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, then shut, and then they shut the bobby down. Not the bobby. Then they shut the jolly down, didn't they? For it's a bit. reopened. It has reopened. It's reopened, yes. So Have you been for a Sunday roast, Jack? I've not been for a Sunday roast. I, I go to the Millington. I've absolutely banging. Sunday roast, I go to the Millington. Oh, Millington, yeah. yeah. Can't be there either. Can't complain. Sunday roast there. Oh, aye. Yeah. And uh, last question, last question, Jack. If you could have a night out with five county players, who would you pick? From now, forever. Or we'll say both. Both, right? From now. County players from night out. I reckon Ben's a good laugh. Ben likes his golf, as do I. Oh, did not know that. Mm. Would you knock a few back in the clubhouse? Is that what you're trying to say? Ben and so Sam, crazy. their golf teacher, is my stepdad who's downstairs as we speak. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Inside uh, links. So, I reckon Hogan can knock a few back. I reckon Hogan would be good. Hogan would protect you on a night out. Personal bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you start having a scrap with another a few bunch of lads. Johnny, all you have to do is in just flex an arm and then yeah, uh, yeah. start retreating back. Yeah. Some guy starts on your lame approaches from behind. You go, yeah, mate. <laughs> We're done here. Yeah. Right. Okay. Go on. <laughs> right. Ben. Liam. Let's go for 
we go for out? I reckon Rooney's good on a night out. Rooney will certainly be good on a night out. Scouts. Well, not, not a bit of scouts holding him. He's probably <laughs> going to be good on a night out. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I just think, obviously, because of his thick scouts accent, you've had a couple, you've had a few parts. You probably wouldn't understand anything he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's four, four five, three, three. Oh, I'm missing two more, Jack. Who, who would you have missed? And Ben. I'd go for Sam. Yeah. Um, I'm very defensive, aren't I? I'm a night out. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Stott, surely. You've seen, you've seen the video with him and Dan Cowan. James Stott would be good. Um, I'm going to go with Bennett. Richie Bennett. That's a good I'm a big fan of Bennett, just as a player. So. Fair pick. And from going ever? Yep, ever. Big K, big K, big K, big K, big K. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of lineup that I'd like. Big K and Mark Lees is a bit of is a bit of what I'm about. I definitely have Big K as one of them from going on a night out. <laughs> Mike Flynn. The legend himself. Okay. He'd be good at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> county players. Come on, county players. <laughs> Sean Connolly. Okay. Okay. Dicko. Surely Dicko. 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 Yeah, Dicko. Dicko and Gary Stockford. Gary, yeah, Gary Stockford. Yeah. You've made yeah. it up for me there. <laughs> so, what? Dicko, Gary Stockford. Dicko, Gary, Mike. Big K. Big K. Who's your one? Sean Connolly. Sean Connolly. Mm. That is a formidable one. Ben, would you, would you differ with that? <laughs> Oh gosh! Um, yeah, I get a stop fourth. I'd love to see Glenn Rule as well. Oh I think my God. Glenn Rule. He plays for Vauxhall Motors right so, now. Are they still a club? Yeah, yeah, they are. They, they started in what Nomads' league and Cheadle Towns league and Stockport Towns league. I can imagine him just having like a like a pavement dance with people outside a kebab shop. Like he's that kind of guy, probably. But I don't know. That's a fair lineup, lads. Um, that is that is all we've got time for on this week's podcast. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I've been Alex. He's been Ben McCoy, and that's been uh, Jack Riley. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Jack. Thank you for listening to the Hatters Chatters podcast. We've got some very exciting guests to come over the next few months. So follow our socials over at Hatters Chatters to be the first to know. Thanks again and we'll see you next week.